We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 13th, 2019. And again, I just had to add in another report here that's incredibly pertinent to what we're talking about. It's just like the Lord keeps showing me more stuff about this. And it's perfect because it segues perfectly where I just ended and where I was going to pick up. If I inserted this a little bit later, it wouldn't have the same impact. Uh, so this is a good segue from the, the end of part one. And this, the report is Pentagon tasked to begin planning for massive Persian Gulf troops. The Pentagon has been tasked with formalizing plans to deploy over 100,000 troops to the air of the Persian Gulf. That's exactly what we were just seeing, confirming the numbers we were seeing, over 100,000. The last time the United States made such a deployment was shortly before Operation Desert Storm in Iraq during 1991. This is a dramatic and dangerous development in world affairs. Worse yet, for the past seven days. Now, finally, remember what I, asked, I said about Russia and China? Well, this is more along the Russian lines, but it says for the past seven days, Russia has been moving their long-range strategic bombers to the far east of Russia, which would be closer to Iran, and moreover has quadrupled the size of its supply chain to arm, maintain, repair, and launch those planes. For the past 72 hours, Russia's strategic bombers have repeatedly held exercises simulating attack runs against U.S. bases in Alaska. <laughs> oh, great. Wonderful. Presumably with the intent to be able to have their bombers penetrate the North American air defense zone and hit targets inside the continental United States. Now, you could say, well, I thought this was Iran. No, but if Russia comes to the rescue, it just can't, like I said, guys, it can't be just Russia or or our allies, America and its allies in Israel, against Iran, that wouldn't be World War III. It's going to have to be Iran and China and Russia at bare minimum, and they're going to probably have more nations behind them as well. What we've been predicting about Chinese and Russian troops already on our soil, they're already here. See, at the, 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 end, of the, at the end of the day, they're all in on it. It's going to be the facade of war. It's going to be a real war. But it is going to be an orchestrated war. And this will be the excuse that they come in and they, you know, invade America, bomb America. Those Russian and foreign troops already on our soil are going to come out of the woodwork. The UN peacekeepers, now they would, they, I don't know if the UN peacekeepers would come later because at first I think it would be an all-out military conflict. So this is setting up to be exactly as we've been predicting and warning about for the longest time at this point. Uh, it is not known if Russia will move to defend Iran in the event the U.S. or Israel chooses to attack. Well, it's not known. Well, why are they doing all this other stuff that we just cited? <laughs> it seems, uh, seems very likely to me. Earlier in the week, Russian... Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov allegedly commented to U.S. Secretary Mike Pompeo that, quote, Russia is ready for Armageddon. Are you? End of quote. Lavrov was not kidding. For decades, Russia and its predecessor, the Soviet Union, spent considerable time and resources building massive bomb shelters for the bulk of the Russian population. They actually, seems like they actually care about their population. Just last year, Russia began upgrading all of those shelters with better electric lighting, ventilation, water, and sewer systems, and vast, really vast quantities of shelf-stable food supplies. See, um, they care about their populations, and they want to make sure 
the New World Order wants to make sure that the maximum amount of people in America are dead. I'm telling you, America is probably the worst place you could possibly be for what's coming. Is the way I see this most likely playing out. Barring God's intervention. This is what they're planning for, not me. Russia also carried out a full-scale nuclear attack drill for the civilian population. Have we ever done anything like that? I mean, since like... <laughs> I mean, like the 60s, the 50s, the, you know. Which saw upwards of 40 million Russian citizens participate in the getting to their nearest shelter and learning what to do once there. That drill took place... Oh, we wouldn't have any place to put them anyway. They don't, we don't have shelters. We're going to get into that in a second. Uh, the drill took place openly and was completely, man, I am so glad God showed me this because this is so important as a segue and a warning about what I just covered and what I'm going to cover. This, is, this, this may go down as one of the most important studies I've ever done, potentially. This is unbelievable. Uh, the drill took place openly, 40 million Russians, and was completely ignored by the U.S. and other Western media outlets for fear that Americans might start asking, what shelters and plans do we have for nuclear war? What, what shelters and plans do we have? We don't. We don't have any. The answer that authorities would be forced to give is none. The U.S. has no civil defense at all. The United States no longer has any civil defense system or program. It no longer has or maintains any fallout shelters anywhere for civilian population. The U.S. has zero stored food for such an emergency and has no money to even recommence the program because the U.S. Congress is too busy, busy waging wars around the globe and buying minority votes with free money handouts through government programs to get reelected. As such, there are presently no bomb shelters, no emergency food, and no emergency water, and no plans whatsoever to supply any of it in the event of an actual nuclear war. That's why I've been telling my listeners to get prepped for years. I mean, do as the Lord leads you, but I'm just saying, if, if, if you've been waiting, I wouldn't wait any longer. But again, do what the Lord Jesus Christ is convicting you to do. I'm just saying from a... the. The Bible says the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on under punish, and we consider the ant, which, you know, gathers his food in summer, so he has plenty to eat in winter. I'm paraphrasing here. They, um, okay, so going further, it says that this is one reason that many Americans begin making their own preps to do for themselves what, what the government is unable and unwilling to do you don't want the government's help when this stuff goes down because you're just going to end up in a fema camp anyway especially if you're on the red list so many americans are making sure they have 30 to 60 days of emergency food and water they are storing up medicines that they may need they're buying filter masks goggles even tyvek suits to protect themselves the tyvek suits are like the biological suits and you can get them for a pretty decent price you know, now, I mean, but again, this could all go bye-bye, like real, real soon, uh, to protect themselves in the event of a nuclear, biological, or chemical attacks. Uh, we just ran the, the and I didn't know Invive was going to do it, but we just, we're running, the, it ends at 12 midnight tonight, and it's not going to matter because I'm, I'm going to be, uh, this is going to go out after 12, but I have sent two notices out on the silver special that we were running. 
uh, and Vive was running. I didn't know they were going to do it. I don't have anything. Just so you guys know, I don't. The, the website, the Doctor Dash Johnson website, is theirs. They put it up for me when I originally went on tour in 2006, and they maintain it and do all the other stuff. And it's definitely, you know, it 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 works and everything. Everything's fine, and we and we always they always make things right if you order and if there's ever any glitch. But with the specials, we're gonna try to figure out something better because it's just not there's there's too many glitches there's different browsers there's different people run ghostry like i do and it when they run specials they need to be it needs to be much more seamless and unfortunately i don't have anything to do with that that's on their end but i do think they're going to make some improvements to the website soon uh anyway um let's see here the mass media generally avoids covering such things like prepping and except to mock them the people with money, however, are not being mocked. They have been spending literally millions to make preparations for themselves and their loved ones to have shelter, food, water, medicine prep, guards to protect them from starving masses. They've got, you know, gigantic underground cities and complexes and road systems underneath America that I've went into. There's videos out there of, the, of semi-trucks driving into them, driving through them. And in, I mean, it's, it's available. We've got tunnel boring machines. I mean, that's where they're going to go. Here's a small list of suggested preps, and you can click on the link here, for you and your family. And that'll be on, uh, I think, about page 13 or maybe 14. Yeah, 14 or 15, 14 or 15. You'll just see a little thing, suggested preps for you and your family. Or you can just key in, uh, boy, proactive at the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, emergency. And you'll see, I've done numerous, numerous studies on this where I went over prepping gear, recommendations, what you should have, a lot of different stuff if, if you're trying to get up to speed. Um, if you feel convicted or you want to know. Anyway, so in case this is a small list of suggested preps for you and your family in case you finally realize that the U.S. government is heading us into destruction and... Uh, those who prepare will be the only ones with even a slight chance of survival. Well, again, it's like God doesn't exist in his world. So I don't believe that. But uh, going forward, and, and so here's this, here are some comments under this, this breaking report. The one guy, the very first comment, take a look at the population in the United States. huh? And it's the Deagle. It's the Deagle graph, which comes from, you know, our own military sources. Let me see if I can find those again. Because this is all governmental sources and links. United States Coast Guard, Department of Defense, United States Air Force, United States Army, United States Marine Corps, United States Navy. I mean, these are these are all official. This is what they're saying is going to happen. Okay, this is Deagle. Deagle.com. I'll just give this to you one more time. 2017, the population was 327 million. What they're predicting for 2025, which we're, you know, let's say six, just let's say six years away. 100 million. So almost a 69% drop in population that all the highest level governmental military institutions are predicting in six years from now for America. 69%. Now, how does that even work when they're projecting that there may be like 150 million more illegal aliens pour into the country in the next year, two years? 
according to statistics I've seen. I, I'm going to run reports today, and, and I'll go over this really quick right now. Th th and it almost makes it even more sobering. Let me just look at this real quick. Over one, this is a report that just broke this week. Over 1% of Guatemala and Honduras have crossed the U.S. border in the last eight months. 1% of their whole population. That's just two countries. Over 4 million Guatemalans who intend to migrate to the United States. That's just Guatemala. That's not all the other third world countries south of the border that the synagogue of Satan and the United Nations and everybody's destabilizing. And then putting commercials in their TV saying, come to America, everything's free. And uh, you got jobs, freedom, and, and all this other stuff and all these government benefits. And they're being ushered through the, these countries so they can ha make it happen, so that they will collapse America. We're, we're, we're so on borrowed time. Illegal immigration is nine times the rate it was in 2017. Thank you, President Trump. Build that wall. Build that wall. Number one campaign promise. And you are delivering, my man. You are delivering. And remember, Trump said, I will never fail you. You're a liar from the pit of hell. You are, Trump. You've proven that nine times the rate of 2017 illegal immigration. Projected to outpace Obama, about 863,000 border apprehensions are expected for fiscal year 2019, and those are probably far underblown. Oh, those are border apprehensions. I mean, who knows how more will get through. And anyway, they don't even want to, be, they want to be apprehended because they're being ushered into the ultimately into um, the sanctuary cities and into the uh, interior of America. Migrants apprehended at southern border top 100,000 for second consecutive month. These are all different reports. DHS releases 7,400 illegal aliens into the U.S. in six days. 1.2,000 per day. Another record month for illegals. Border portrait... Border Patrol agents are now contracting illnesses because they're around all these diseased people coming in. Only 13% of migrant families, of illegal alien families, attended, excuse me, attending deportation hearings. Imagine that. Could have knocked me over with a feather. They're, they're not having integrity? Those illegal aliens coming here illegally aren't having integrity and showing up for their deportation meetings? I don't believe it. I don't believe all the Muslim terrorists and all the child sex traffickers and all the drug mules and, and all the MS-13 gang members and, and all the all the wicked evil stuff. Now, not everybody's wicked and evil, but the ones that are, I don't believe they wouldn't show up for their deportation. I mean, they're, they're good people. They're salt of the earth. How dare, dare anyone accuse them of anything? But yeah, they're predicting, it's scary when they're, when they're having millions and millions and millions more projected to come into America and are coming in right now to destroy America. And yet at the same time, Deagle is firmly predicting by 2025, 100. Well, could that be because we're going to have gone through World War III at that point? I would 100% imagine, yeah. Because there's no way I, I believe we get to 2025 without World War III happening. And we'll see how that could happen at this point. Not There's just too many things set in place. And you know, Iran's the last domino that's that's really got to fall. So another comment read from this report, let's face it, we have already all been looted. 
The only way the criminals can make off with the cash is, is to have the grid go down and get rid of many victims and to blame someone else. This is the perfect cover for their crimes that have already taken place, but nobody's talking about. And another great point. The printing press is warming up again, which will fuel our economic plan. There is no, and the war plan, there is no, nobody stopping the extreme weather and the earth moving weapons. Illegal immigration is still on the move. Don't be distracted by the drama behind the scenes. War is being planned and it has been for some time. Another comment read. These are all really good because these are things I haven't even brought up. I have brought up this point in the past, but not yet in today's teaching. Think about this. If 100,000 plus troops are being sent to the Middle East right now, and they are, you know where they won't be. They won't be on our soil protecting our own citizens, which will make us even more quadruply ripe for the invasion and the domination. I've said that scenario before. Before they take down America, they want to get as many of our troops overseas fighting a war they're going to die in, most likely. Because that 5,000 troop thing prediction, that probably won't happen probably going to be like 95 percent casualty rate because they don't want american troops to have allegiance to us to live they're they're their enemy even though they're fighting for the military industrial complex they're fighting for the you know they're fighting for the enemy and i don't begrudge them and i don't belittle them i mean i love veterans but you got to understand who you're working for at this point so that's another really sobering thought too God will be, is our only hope, period. It's becoming more and more flagrantly obvious that we're going to be put in a position where we're going to have to totally rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. Trump's not here to save you. He's here to destroy you. He's part of the plan. And the Illuminati and Satan is trying to stack the deck as maximally as they can. So when they pull the trigger on this, we're going to be in the worst position America's ever seen by far, bar none. What if they do a pandemic in conjunction with all this and they probably won't even have to do, even generate a pandemic? Well, I'm not saying they wouldn't, but they probably won't have to try real hard with all the disease pouring over the border. And if the grid goes down and sanitation goes bad, you're going to have all these diseases just exploding. Then what if they release biologicals over the large cities or biological warfare? There's just so many ways they could kill us off. I really believe we're on the cusp. If we're not, it's going to take some monumental, I mean, I know for God it's not a monumental effort, but it will have to take some gigantic effort on God's part to reverse this. Another uh, comment read, that's a lot of troops to be out of the country. If they get stranded over there, we will be attacked. We're done. Add to that, we have zero civil defense, which we documented before. Of course, that proves the point that the elites want us destroyed. Many superpower nations would be foolish not to prepare their people like Russia has. Well, we had a good run. If it wasn't for Jesus, none of us would have a prayer. Well, amen. Which at the end of the day, that's what it's just, it's what it always boils down to. And then the last comment is the Chinese and Russian nuclear attack on America is not a matter of, but when. It is scriptural and it has been known and foreseen by God since the foundations. Now, I don't know if he's talking about all of the different prophets that have prophesied this as well. And I'm not even getting into that. But so many people have seen that. 
Russia and China attacking us. I mean, I'm talking decades ago, Henry Groover was telling that. And there's a lot of others. The fault lays at the feet of the nation of sinners who refuse to repent and keep God's command commandments. The most important prep at this point is to get on your knees and start repenting and do it daily. It could come at any time. Yeah, that's I couldn't agree more. And I'm saying that to myself as much as anybody. So, next report. Strike coming, sleepers in place, the hit list, massive firepower en route. I guess I, I don't know if I've ever done a more bombshell study in my life. And so this is uh, off the Hal Turner radio show, and then we're going to show you a bunch of other stuff on more mainstream uh, sources as well. And here you see emergency action messages being transmitted to U.S. military after Iran fails to stand down ballistic missiles. So the U.S. may make a preemptive military strike against Iran within 24 hours due to short-range ballistic missiles being pre-positioned to hit U.S. and Israeli targets in the East. And perhaps there's a lot more to this than just even that statement. All the urgent and secret activity surrounding Secretary of State Mike Pompeo today has to do with the Iranian short-range ballistic missiles being moved by boats throughout the Middle East in preparation for a likely attack against U.S. military bases and maybe even against Israel. These missiles are being shipped by boats on rivers in Iraq and Syria and from freighters in the Mediterranean off the coast of Israel. It is not known at this time if these missiles can actually be fired from the boats. But all the indications are that is that Iran is planning to strike. The U.S. announced the movement of these short-range assets in the hope that the boats would return to port and disarm. They have seen no sign of that. So in the last few minutes, they have released the news that is ballistic missiles to be very clear to Iran that the game is up to give them one last chance to stand down. <laughs> the U.S. has been using back channels to try to convince Iran to step back, but all the efforts have failed. Please. There is no sign whatsoever that Iran is pulling the boats or the missiles back. Iran could tie up the Strait of Hormuz. Remember, the narrative is always going to be, we did everything we we could do, and they still bombed us anyway and took out our supercarrier, and we're innocent as kittens, and we didn't do anything. We can't believe they did this. Now we're going to have to annihilate them all, though, and go into World War III. Understand, that's the narrative you will be fed. So just don't buy the lie. You know, believe what we're telling you today, which is we're confirming over and over and over again. This has been their game plan. This is how they operate. It was pretty rapidly if they started firing these things at super tankers, which may well be what the U.S. is concerned about. In addition to potential U.S. force attacks. And then we have emergency action messages. EAMs have now been transmitted to the armed forces of the United States via the global high-frequency communication system. These encrypted messages are of a class of messages from Sky King, which we've been hearing about for days now. And that instructs the military members to stop what you're doing and do this right now. This is the single highest priority message issued within the U.S. military. There is no way for anyone outside the U.S. to break the encryption, so there's no way of telling what the orders are that have been given. But inside intelligence sources have informed me directly that the U.S. and our allies are considering engaging in a preemptive military first strikes against these short-range ballistic missiles. 
our strikes would use conventional weapons only. We would not use nuclear for this. If we were to make a strike, then the ball would be in Iran's court. Will they push back from the table, call it a day, or will they escalate? All indications point to a showdown within 24 hours from now. Iran has sleeper cells already inside the United States. Now, we're going to talk about that extensively. Now, this obviously did not happen. This was, I don't know, probably a few days ago. But again, things are fluid. Things are being set up. Things are, are I mean, they're escalating by the minute. But a lot of assets and things I need to be put in place potentially first before they really want to pull the trigger on this. Orders to attack us from within in the event of war. It is urged that you have preps to see your family through in such an event. And uh, it has a list of suggested preps there. And we have a later update. And I'm being told not to forget that this is short-range ballistic missiles on boats. And it's only one of the current threats. They are tracking a number of consecutive threats from the Iranians. With this just been one of a handful of concurrent threats. And we have another update. Additional intel is that Iran is moving ballistic missiles to Yemen, putting ships in the Red Sea, Gulf of Aden, surrounding the area at risk. The systemic distribution of these powerful weapons is clearly designed to be able to choke to to close the choke points on the flow of world oil and other commerce. So this is supposed to be solid information, and the following words have been spoken to this author directly from a top high-ranking government employed intelligence official in a foreign country with whom I forged a relationship during my 15 years with the FBI, the final five years with Joint Terrorism Task Force. So this is as solid as it gets. So pretty ominous. And when, we, when you look at it, you see all over the papers. Yes. Yeah. Trump and Bolton put war with Iran on a here trigger. Yep. And so the announcement of the Pentagon is sending a strike force to the Middle East caps a year-long campaign of threats and intimidation. And we look over here and we see the U.S. is sending a ton of firepower to take on Iran. And here's everything that's heading its way. And, you know, in response to the threat of a possible attack on U.S. forces by Iran, the U.S. military decided to send additional firepower to the Middle East. This includes aircraft carrier with full carrier air wing, one cruiser, four destroyers, and a group of heavy bombers. And, you know, that's not it, really. When we look at what's what's going on, there was already two uh, carrier groups, and this is out of um, USNI News. Two carrier groups were already in the area, and now they're sending a third carrier group that is already probably in the area, as this right here that we're looking at is from the 6th. So... You know, that, that's a lot of power, and um, it's unusual to three, see three of them in that area. And then we had the reports of the two carriers, that one left from the Pacific, one from the Atlantic, heading down towards Venezuela. And then there's confrontations going on in the, the South China Sea as well. So, you know, most definitely unprecedented times, really. Okay, so we have that. That's just more confirmation. Of what we're telling you because i try to dot the i's and cross as many t's with the especially when we're dealing with information of this severity seriousness 
Next one is Muslim sleeper cells. They are all around us. So you have to understand this thing with Iran, they're going to activate. Uh, the way I see it, they're going to activate these sleeper cells when this goes hot. I mean, they've been wanting to do this for decades. They've had the Muslim training camps here and terror camps here. They're embedded. They just found another one in, in uh, Alabama. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. That's a whole other aspect. That's a whole other aspect of embedded sleeper cells. Remember, the Muslims will always play nice, and they're and they're still in that. Although where they take over, their they, their true colors really really start showing. Okay, but they'll always play nice in the beginning. Oh no, we're peace loving. We're this. We're that. But Islam has massacred over six hundred and sixty nine plus million non Muslims since six, since. 622 AD. In fact, no ideology has ever been as genocidal as Islam. And this is why you will never, ever see me get on Team Islam. Ever. Uh, they're savages, and they are some of the most evil people on the planet. Now, I pray to God their souls be saved. I do. I don't want to see them burn in hell. But I also don't want to see them prosper in wickedness and lop off Christians' heads, and rape, and steal, and kill, and pillage. No one wants to see that either. And their only hope is God's judgment. Their only hope is God potentially, you know, whatever it takes to get them saved. Most likely it's going to be severity. Because the Bible says the goodness of the Lord leadeth thee to repentance. It also says the severity of the Lord. There are different words that Islam uses to deceive us. One of them is to cure... Takiyah, which is tactical deceit for the purposes of spreading Islam. This is what you see Muslims doing at press conferences after terror attacks when they pretend to denounce the killers. And then there's Tawira, which is deceit by ambiguity, doublespeak, refusing to give straight answers, ex exploiting conflicts of definition. Then Manura, which is like manure, the temporary suspension of Sharia law in order that Muslim immigrants appear moderate. These are all tactics they use in order to embed themselves into societies before ultimately they gain enough power to lop off the infidels' heads and all the other evil, wicked garbage that they do. And then Kitman, deceit by omission, withholding key information. These are all terms that are vital for Islam. And they just they justify by the Quran. Quran 3, 4, 354 says, Allah schemed against them, the unbelievers, and Allah is the best of schemers. The Arabic word here used for scheme is to plot or makira, which literally means deceit. If Allah is deceitful toward unbelievers, then there is little basis for denying that Muslims are allowed to do the same thing and are actually encouraged the prophet said in Bukhira, which is uh, in their unholy writing of the Hadith, Bukhira 52 verse 269 says, The prophet said, war is deceit. Muslims have proclaimed jihad or holy war against, the, against you know, all the infidels, and particularly against the Jews and the Christians. So anyway, I, I've covered this before. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. So they're, they're all around us. These are the sleeper cells. We're going to get into this now regarding these sleeper cells that will be activated when we let me tell you when we go to war with iran 
and I've been saying this a long time, I don't know what the linchpin for the Muslims are, are going to be. The ones that are already here embedded. They're pouring across the borders right now. They're coming from a lot of third world. They're coming from the Middle East. A lot of them are already here. They've been training. They've had their terrorist camps. They've been making their, their biological weapons and their suicide bombs. I'm telling you, when that happens, that's going to be one gigantic aspect of the order of the chaos that's going to ensue when they're going to bring their, their new world order out of that chaos eventually. And who knows how many people they're going to kill just from that alone. Not to mention all the other things that I've, I've said now. Again, you could say I'm a fear monger, but I'm telling you, all this stuff's facts I've been covering. I, I don't, I mean, I just don't know hardly anything at this point I've had to backpedal on and say, oh, that's not a reality because I just get more confirmation on it. Not because I'm so super smart, just because it's just, it's research. If you research it and then you get more confirmation, and you pray to God for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. You know, he'll give it to you. He will. So, let's let's listen to this report. Supercells, 10,000 illegal aliens from T nations roam free in U.S. 10,000, that is so incredibly underblown. I, I, don't, I don't know what the real numbers are, but that is just, they, they've had decades to do this. But anyway. And, you know, some people say that this is one way or another. What I will say is there is a chance that there are sleeper cells in the... Well, there a isn't chance. even a chance. A chance. It, it's just true. Yeah. There are people that have... I have reported on this over and over again. Just key in sleeper cells in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And I'm talking about local news reports which are really about as far as it's going to go because they're not going to report it on mainstream. But there are have been a lot of local news where, I mean, it's flat-out obvious flagrant. There's whole map system set up where they admit to it. And those are just the ones they're admitting to. In here, there's spies. There's all sorts of people here. Approximately 10,000 illegal immigrants from countries designated as state sponsors of tea are living within the borders of the United States, according to the Immigration Reform Law Institute, or the IRLI, first reported by Breitbart. IRLI revealed last week that it had obtained documents under Freedom of Information Act, or a FOIA, that revealed that the 10,000 illegals have not yet been deported despite having been ordered to leave the country. The FOIA showed the illegals were from Ryan Saraya, uh, Budan, and Orth Saria. Okay, he's not saying their names because he's on YouTube and he he's censored if those names come up in all of their AI programs. See, that's the cool thing about this ministry that I like because I don't have to worry about any of that. Now, I may be, you know, they're, they're going to come in probably when all the stuff goes down and the internet's going to go down and it's probably going to be the end of alternative media forever. But the illegals were coming from Iran, Syria, Sudan, and North Korea. Okay, so if they're coming from Iran... Syria and Sudan, you know they're of some of the most radical Muslim ilk. And this is what they're admitting to. I mean, I, I think this is far underblown. Early said Ryan, quote, led the pack with over 6,000 or 61. Which is Iran. Iran leads the pack when they're saying with over 6,000. Okay. Of these Muslim terrorists. And again, I think that is so, such a small fraction of what's actually here from iran and again if we attack iran talk about 
bloodthirsty scene red they've been chomping at the bit for decades for this that you know they think that they're going to get their their 72 virgins and white and uh 24 white-skinned boys yeah that's true 24 white-skinned boys um that's what they believe they're going to do if, if they die in jihad killing the infidel so i mean that's their that's their mindset that they're coming from here let me just give you that real quick um once the martyr uh so oh i'm sorry 28 um if they're a martyr for Allah, killing the non-believers, they believe that will secure them 72 virgins and 28 white-skinned boys in paradise. Because, see, it's a pedophilic death cult. Just go to just go to Afghanistan or Pakistan where, you know, you've got the Chai Tea Boys and the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan. There's whole documentaries on it where they just rape. They, they'll come over and there's just gaggles of little boy, homeless little boys, and the taxi drivers, the bus drivers will pull over, rape a couple, and then get back on and go his merry way and say it's nothing. It's like it's nothing to them. Oh, my cat decided to pay me a visit here. Um, and um, so it's nothing to them. They love it. They, they, they don't even, I saw documentaries on it. And it's like the, our military will go to like the police chiefs and say, do you realize you have this massive problem of child rape going on, of little boys? You know, child molestation, homo, homosexual child rape and the the you you see the look of almost disdain and confusion on the cop's face looking at like the military guys like what are you talking about that are you serious you know how how dare you this is this is part of our culture this is normal there's nothing wrong with raping little boys if islam is left to its own accord in in into into in and will end up where it normally would where it's just left to run its course. That's what you're going to get into. Them raping donkeys and farm animals and um, boys, little boys. And then dressing them up like little girls and um, having big parties where they have them dance for them, the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan. Just watch watch the documentaries. They're on the YouTube. I mean, it's so sick you can't even comprehend it. And this is totally part of their culture. So, of course, they're going to get 28 white-skinned boys in paradise. Once the Muslim martyrs go to hell, uh, sorry, I meant paradise, they can conveniently ditch their wives for fresher and more pleasurable sexual encounters with the Horas, which are the beautiful virgins. The poor wives who gave up their virginity for for the pleasure of their husbands do not get anything. But wait, Allah is all merciful. He gives the wives the rare honor of watching their husbands deflower those 72 virgins and 28 young prepubescent uh, white-skinned boys as child molestation goes hand-in-hand hand with Islam. After all, the Muhammad, the founder of Islam, married his favorite wife, Aisha, at the ripe old age of six. And all Muslims follow his examples. So... Anyway, the, the, the bakabazi, which is literally translated being into kids, is the state of being attracted uh, to little boys. It's a slang term in Af Afghanistan for a wide variety of activities involving sexual relations between older men and younger adolescent boys. Then you have the Chaiti boys, which are like their little sex slaves, and they buy them and sell them and all the stuff. So the practitioners commonly call bakabaz, meaning boy play, or simply bak. And it may include, to some extent, sexual slavery and child prostitution. So that's a little snippet of good old Islam and salt of the earth. Just, you know, good people. What's not to like, you know? I mean, this is what I fight. This, this is the, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. And I'm not saying I hate Islamic people. Okay? 
I pray to God they're so, but I do hate Islam because it is pure evil. It's soul damning and there's hardly been, there, there really hasn't, other than Catholicism, you can make a case for Catholicism, but you know, like I said, since six, 622 AD, you know, they, according to whatever statistics they've got available, at least 339 uh, people killed by Islam, at least. And who knows what that number actually really is. Percent of their citizens with removal orders followed by Arisia with 20%, Sudan with 18%, and Orth Syria with less than a percent. So not very much. God. So he's talking about Sudan and Syria. That he's not. He he can't use the real words because it's so censored on YouTube. He can't say the actual real names of the countries. Because just saying the name of the countries will get you banned. I think you would want to save somebody from NK. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much time we got left. I mean, they're, they're, the censorship is so off the scale, so insane, and Trump's doing nothing about any of it. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to look into this. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're all part of it. That's why you're not doing anything. But at the same time, he'll put out a tweet and his base will go back to sleep for a couple more days. And then I could just see him tweeting. He's like, I wonder how long, much time this will buy me. <laughs> These suckers. You know, as he's tweeting out and, and saying, oh, this will give me a couple more days. My base will still think I'm fighting for him. What a joke. What a total unmitigated joke. If they will actually wanted to be here, but... One percent, that's like one dude. Yeah, I would definitely watch that guy. Um, so this actually shows you a map on where the different groups are according to these surveys and according to this. So you can actually see, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys can see this. Let me full screen this. Santa Clara, you've got Al, Mr. Al, Portland, Oregon. Like, it's crazy to think Cleveland, of that. Cleveland, Detroit, like that, you Boston. Know. So if these are all the states. Orlando, kind of Raleigh, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Roanoke, Virginia. That these are the red states. And I know that no relation to that. These are the of. ones that are admitting to all these Muslim and Hamas terrorist training camps on our soil. Like, they have any right to be here. I mean, if, if we were really serious about fighting terrorism, why are, why is one of these on our soil? Why would you allow a terrorist organization that is hell-bent on the destruction of Americans and um, the infidels and Christians, why would you let one of these exist on our soil? Why hasn't Trump, who supposedly is looking out for us, gotten rid of everyone? I can understand Obama, who was a Muslim, but I thought Trump was the defender of the people. I thought he'll never fail us, according to him. But yet these, these are all still here, and these, this is probably you know a third or a quarter of what actually exists now. Again, they just found a new one in, in Alabama. Red, but it's kind of crazy. If you would like to look at this map more carefully, you can, of course, go to marfuglenews.com. Go to show discussions down below on this video. Afghan pilot training ends after almost half went AWOL in America. Well, isn't that special? A program to train Afghan attack pilots has ended after the airmen kept going absent without leave. I'm sure they have no hidden agenda. Remember, this is the this is where we have you know the um, the Bakabazi, the the Afghan um, dancing boys of Afghanistan. So their culture is really extra special evil that they come out of. AWOL, well training in the United States. 
I, I okay, really? I'm sure they just they they all became Christians and now they're missionaries. I'm sure that's what happened. So a program to train Afghan pilots has attack, attack ended pilots. after airmen kept going absent without leave or AWOL. So they learned how to fly and then they bounced. I'm just going to leave that for you guys to figure out. You can read the rest of this. Yeah, there's no red flags here. I mean, come on. We need to just get off it. We, we're, you know, I'm, I need to get off my high horse and just take a chill pill, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so the next report is why a war against Iran may bring bloody terror all across America. Iranian sleeper cells are already here, some embedded for decades, poised to launch large-scale terror attacks. Experts warn Iran may also use Latin American countries as a launching pad to attack America. With tensions between the U.S. and Iran now heating up big time as the Pentagon sends assault ships, an assault ship and Patriot missiles to the Middle East, these are all linked to all these things that they're saying are linked to actual reports. Following the following reports of a potential Iranian threat to U.S. and partnerships in the region, we must take a look back to this April of 2018 story by Adam Credo over at the Washington Free Beacon within which he reported that Iranian-backed sleeper cells have long been operating all across America and mostly unfettered. Yes, because our government's like, oh, hands off. Let these terrorists plan do whatever they want. They can make all the anthrax they want. They can make all the biologicals they want to release over into the cities and, and, and they can do all the jihad they want when they're given the green light because to do anything less would be politically incorrect and it might hurt Allah's feelings. So that needs to be what is important, maximum destruction of Americans, okay, and the infidels. That's all that really matters as long as Islam isn't offended. Seriously, but that's what they're doing. So um, as the website Al-Arabia had reported back in August of 2018, the experts who briefed Congress had warned that Iran could launch terrorist attacks targeting American interests at any moment. This was back in 2018, though... Through its cells or through its arm, Lebanon's Hezbollah, which is active in, or, or through its cells or its arm, Lebanon's Hezbollah, which is active also in Latin American countries. The following excerpt from their story also warns of Iran using Latin American countries as an advanced launching pad to attack America. Yeah, they're going to be coming up through the southern border. A lot of them are already going to be here and embedded. Then you've got the Chinese and Russian troops pouring out of the underground bases, pouring out of the of the enclaves that they occupy, like the ports that they like China owns. I mean, all of the MS-13 gang members triggered, all of the people on the left that are going to be activated and triggered. I mean, <laughs> I mean nothing like anything we've ever seen. Nothing like anything this country's ever seen. So... Uh, uh, in Latin America, Hezbollah cells are openly active, which also means that Iran may take Latin America as an advanced launching pad for attacks on U.S. territory or in Washington's interests in the region when it wants, especially after threats by Hezbollah leader Nassan Nasrallah to target the United States. Intelligence officials and former White House officials have warned Congress that Iran could be planning to launch attacks against the United States. The answer is absolutely. We do face a threat, said Emmanuel Otto Lagini, 
a senior fellow at the Foundation for Defense Democracies. Their networks are present in the United States, he said. Iran's proxy terror networks in Latin America run by Tehran's wholly owned Lebanese franchise Hezbollah. I've been reporting on this extensively lately with Kathy Rubio and Dave Hodges' reports where she's talked about this and got all kind of intel on all of the Muslim terror cells and the, and the Chinese embedded troops um, and even Russians in, in Latin America and Central America in these types of places. And a lot of them are coming up stealthily and covertly in plain clothes right now. And they've already got their weapons here pre-positioned. They just need manpower to operate the weapons. So you see how Satan is stacking the, against, the, the deck against the armed populace of America. This is what they're trying to do is, is, is just to stack the odds against us to the point where, I mean, you, you've never seen stacked odds like this. So let's go further here uh their okay their presence in latin america must be viewed as a forward operating base against america's interest in the region and the homeland itself autolegi said the sleeper cell agents enter america by posing as immigrants who develop legitimate businesses that are actually a front for other activities well of course and that's the whole thing about with the muslims in particular about they're establishing a beachhead and then they'll, they'll have their nice Muslims out to put out the veneer. Oh, we have a legitimate business. In the meantime, they're, you know, housing these terrorists and, and, and they're making bombs and they're doing all this stuff and they've been doing it for who knows how much they have stockpiled by now. Who knows? Those Deagle statistics may be, I mean, the American populace, the thing that we don't know about that is that that hundred, that hundred million that they're predicting, that may only be a fraction of actual Americans. It may be like Russian, Chinese, and like Central American uh, people that have either invaded troops or whatever. I mean, remember, remember the, the Chinese and the Russians have been promised the spoils of America. They've been overheard where people, they'll go into like pawn shops and stuff like that, and, and they speak Russian to one another. And guys will go in there and they'll know how to speak Russian, and they don't think anybody can understand them, and they'll, and they'll, they'll, it's like, oh, comrade, in Russian, you know, we, this, one day, this will all be ours, and we'll be, you know, that's what they've been promised. I mean, they're just not doing this, you know, out of loyalty, and maybe most of it's loyalty to country or whatever, but they're all, they've also been promised all the, the spoils of war. So who knows, in that hundred million, how many is actually real, you know, how many real Americans actually be left? I don't know. And I'm sorry to, to present worst case possible scenario, but I'm telling you, this is what their plans are. Now, I'm not saying that God couldn't intervene, but, you know, the church is asleep and the conservatives think Trump can do no wrong. And I see people totally falling for the strong delusion that God said he was going to send in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. They're totally buying all this hook, line, and sinker. At least it's part of the strong delusion. So it's not uh it, it, it's it's not pleasant what is in store for america i can guarantee you that uh and since these these there are, are really our teams cells of terror hezbollah terrorists are already here and prepared to attack america how do we weed them out before they're able to attack american interests unfortunately we remember that while Barack Obama was president, the FBI under Robert Mueller actually purged FBI training material of the mention of Islamic terrorism. With Congressman Louis Gohmert claiming Mueller had uh, compromised national security by doing so, 
And as we all remember, our public servants at the FBI and the DOJ then focused upon dangerous Christians, conservatives, and American patriots because we're public enemy number one. See, our own government wants to kill us off. And they're going to use the Muslims and the embedded Chinese troops and the, and the embedded, you know. So God's your only hope. The Lord Jesus Christ is your only hope. That's it. That's it. There's no way you could ever fight those kind of odds. Nobody could. The patriot community isn't going to be able to, to take on something like this. Unless God is with you, unless God preserves you, there is no hope. I'm telling you. Don't rely on Trump. Don't rely on your government. They're the ones that have, I mean, you're telling me they're the very ones that have allowed these underground bases on our soil. Where people have all kinds of sightings of Russian troops and forests and Chinese embedded troops and troop movements and UN vehicles being moved around the country. And I've, I've documented all this stuff for years. They're all in on it. They're complicit. But yet they're going to act like they're the good guys. And they're going to be the ones telling you to go to the FEMA camps and telling you to take your vaccinations and telling you we're, we're, we're here for your good. I'm telling you, it's what we're facing. I hate to say it, but it's what we're facing. And it, lest we forget all of the Muslims that Obama embedded into the government when he was in office. Here's just a few of them. And I don't know how many of them are still here or whether it's even grown in number. Muslim Brotherhood infiltrates Obama administration. Six American Islamic activists who worked with Obama administration are Muslim Brotherhood operatives who enjoy strong influence over U.S. policy. And here's, here's the six of them, if you want to see the uh, thing there. So, yeah, we have that. Here's the next report. U.S. intelligence officials, Iran sleeper cells ready to activate in 2019. So I'm trying to give you as much confirmation on this as possible so you understand I'm telling you the truth. James Kaufman, World News Report Today. Today is April 15, 2019, 3 p.m., folks. Today we're hearing word that U.S. intelligence has warned Congress that it believes that we have sleeper cells in the number of 10,000 people spread throughout the United States, most of these 10,000 people have been ordered to be removed and have not been removed. Some are being uh, protected by sanctuary jurisdictions like California. Most of these people that uh, the U.S. intelligence is referring to are from Iran, over 6,000 people from Iran, Syria, and Saddam. According to Zero Hedge, approximately 10,000 illegal immigrants from countries designated as state sponsors of terrorism are living within the borders of the U.S. According to Immigration Reform Law Institute, as first reported by Breitbart. The IRLI revealed last week that it obtained documents under the Freedom of Information Act that revealed that over 10,000 illegals have not yet been deported despite have been being ordered to leave the country. The photos showed the illegals were from Iran, Syria, Sudan, and North Korea. The RLI said Iran led the pack with over 6,000 or 61% of the citizens with removal orders, followed by Syria and Sudan and North Korea. 
Congress. Okay, so this was part of what the report the other gentleman was going over. But yeah, I mean, these are just what they, they're, they're giving you. I and mean, I guarantee you this number's extremely underblown. And they're not leaving because they're here for a purpose. And especially the Iranian ones, they're going to have the most major axe to grind um, when this all starts to go down. Here's, here's another one, really brief one. FBI uncovers radical Islamic compound in Alabama. This just broke. And this is just one of the many. And I reported on this guy before and they released him and he just started another terror compound. At first glance, it looks like an abandoned dump. But this plot of land in Macon County, Alabama is described in an FBI search warrant as a makeshift military style. You know, honestly, though, and I will say this, you look at like the average Middle East town, it looks like a dump. It looks like a war torn. And this is the fruit of Islam. I mean, they're just, they're savages and they're pigs for the most part. They're just, they are, I'm sorry. But you look at like documentaries on those countries and I mean, they're, I mean, everything, there's just garbage and, and it's just, it's horrible. It's horrible. They live like savages and it's just the fruit of that devil death cult. And this, this the little compound looks like that. It looks like your typical Islamic uh, enclave. Obstacle course belonging to a small group of terrorists led by Siraj Wahaj, who owned the property. Up a long dirt road, but just a few miles from downtown Tuskegee, Alabama. Just because you're in a small town or a small state does not mean you might not potentially have individuals uh, engaged in the types of activities that would call into question threats to uh, national security. The property, similar to another compound in New Mexico, the group is now linked to, where federal prosecutors say Wahaj and these other four suspects were training children yep. to carry out deadly terror attacks on American soil. Remember when I reported on this and there was a dead body they found on the thing? They let this guy go and he started another one in Alabama. This is how... This is how serious we are against fighting the Islamic terror cells. We let them go. There's dead bodies buried. There's little kids in, involved that they're that they've kidnapped and stuff. They're training them to 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 carry out school shootings for little kids to go in there and carry out. But no, no, we're we're gonna let them go. We're gonna, can you imagine if a Christian did one one thousandth of this and was doing any kind of training like this? It'd be all over the news twenty four seven, and that guy would never see the light of day. But it's fine if you're a Muslim terrorist, you can do this all day long in America. Just in the last week, the FBI's assistant director for counterterrorism told lawmakers here on Capitol Hill there are 850 domestic terrorism investigations opened right now, adding that about 40% of those are cases of racially motivated violent extremism. Yeah, 850. The threat of domestic terrorism exists in every region of the United States. And, infects. and we've we've let him in all by design on purpose. We could have kept these savages out, but no, we want to let him in and we want to let him do their thing and act like, oh, we're doing this just like Trump's doing right now. Oh, he's going to put out a tweet every other day. Yeah, I'm looking into it. Uh, I'm I'm for yeah. Could you? They're censoring this person. I, I don't know about that. I, I'll look into it or what. Yeah, boy, he's really going to bat. I'll tell you, it's it's the exact same window dressing we get from our our politicians. You know. They just, they, they, they act all enraged, but yet nothing ever ends up getting done and the problem just encroaches further. And it's all by design on purpose to ultimately bring this country down. All walks of life. In the Alabama case, the group may not have carried out an attack, but the remains of a child believed to belong to Wahaj, who he's charged with kidnapping, were also found on the property. Yeah, but he's, he's out. He's out. He literally killed this kid. 
and his remains were found on the property and they let this devil out so he could start another terrorist camp. This is the insanity, red level insanity of what we're dealing with. Mexico. For other small town cases, the former head of the Mobile, Alabama FBI field office, Tim Furman says the engaged citizen is often the best defense. Sometimes if you see something, it isn't suspicious. It's someone exercising their First Amendment rights or living the way they, they do that you may not necessarily agree with, but does not pose a criminal or a national security threat. But sometimes they actually are. The thing is, the thing is, our government knows where all these terror bases are, and and I've done even reports on where, like, there's one up here, not too far away from me, uh, up near Asheville, and they the cops were just said, just leave it alone, and like every every like seven days, a new group of terrorists come in there to get trained. They're up there in the mountains being trained, and then another group goes out. The other group goes out and probably trains other people, and they're getting ready. These sleeper cells have been in place for decades, and they're getting ready. And they're being left alone. They're being told to be left alone by our sick, twisted, wicked, corrupt government with Trump at the, at the head of, our, of the sick, twisted head as a figurehead puppet for the synagogue of Satan. That's where we're at. And we're right on the cusp of this going hot if, if we get into a war with Iran. And I don't, I mean, they're saying, I've seen some, some reports that said fall. It's almost, it's hard for me to believe it could go that long as much as it's escalating right now. I don't know. But I, I'm telling you, when that happens, I, I can't see how it ever, I mean, I, I just I just see a big cascading amount of things happen from that point forward, which I've been documenting in this study here. This just uh, broke this. Now, I've, I've reported on this before, but then another report came out. Uh, there are now approximately 800,000 Muslims. Remember when they said, oh, there's 10,000 ones and of them 6,000 are Iranians. Well, guess what? There's 800,000, okay, which is 80 times 10,000 alone, Muslims alone living in New York City. I'm not saying they're all terrorists, but at the end of the day, they all get on their, well, three times a day, they bow to Mecca if they're good Muslims and worship the same devil God. That's what I've been saying about Islam the end of the day they all worship the same devil god they all pray to that same devil and those 800,000 if some of them are moderate or lukewarm they're either going to be killed or they're going to get with the program or they've been lying all along and they've just been acting like a a little nice little beachhead little nice happy beachhead to put the best foot forward of islam until they can actually really wage the jihad there's 800,000 living in new york city alone this is how much we've let these devils infiltrate and again i pray their souls get saved but i'm telling you their their intentions are very evil very evil that is about 22 percent of the total population of all muslims in america with which is now 3.7 million Whew. so uh, from what they're saying here i guess about one percent of our actual population pew research but again that may be way underblown because they're they're probably not counting all of the ones that have come here illegally and all the ones that are being hidden and who knows what it, the number might be pew research guesstimates that the population of muslims is increasing by 100,000 each year in america if you do the math it's alarming well american women and remember their big goal too is to breed the infidels out of existence and to breed once they kill 
the men of the infidels, then they breed with their wives and then they have more more children for Islam, for Allah. Because they can have, you know, multiple, multiple wives. So that's that's their always their game plan. <clears throat> While American women are fighting for the right to kill their unborn children right up to the day of delivery, Muslims do not abort their children. Also, Muslim men are permitted to have more than one wife. So add that to the math to truly get a picture of the changing demographics in America. Now in New York City, Muslims have formed their own patrol units. Uh, although the NYPD claims these Muslims are not sanctioned by the New York City, they are allowed to patrol the streets, and these vehicles look extremely official. And here's one of their patrol vehicles. It's the Muslim Community Patrol. It looks like a cop car without just minus the sirens. And they look very official. They're like brand new Fords, and uh, they're roving around the city, making sure that you know Sharia law is, is going to be implemented. That's their ultimate goal. Okay, so uh, we have that. Next report, massive fifth column forces have infiltrated the United States and are ready to attack. This is by Dave Hodges. This article is filled, and I haven't even reported on anything on him yet today. This has all been, and I, you know, outside of even his reports. This article is filled with questions that emanate from a developing narrative in which there is apparent, it is apparent that there's nothing about the U.S. government that can be trusted and there are indeed people who intend to do us harm if we stand in the way of the extreme leftist takeover. This article explores this by asking several critical questions. Lessons learned from history. In December of 1944, the Germans attacked America across a 50-mile front uh, in a campaign known as the Battle of the Bulge. Before the attack commenced, the German high command recruited German soldiers who lived in America and spoke perfect English and knew the culture. These Germans wore American uniforms and became the vanguard of the 5th Column Attack Force. Many were disguised at military, uh, many were disguised as military police, and they were tasked with changing road signs, cutting communications, and assassinating American officers whenever possible. The force was so devastatingly effective as their efforts threw, that their efforts threw the American forces into a complete chaos when the attack came. Present enemies of the people of the United States have adopted the same strategy. Um, only on a much larger scale. Later in this article, these connections will be firmly made. Over the past year, I've repeatedly called upon President Trump and the DOJ to take action for legal censorship of the conservative opinion. Now the very part of the media that is largely responsible for Trump's election has been forsaken by him. Now there is a solid evidence that... Um, there is a solid evidence that inside America are residing fifth-column forces with enormous strength. Now, the fifth column would be like a Trojan horse, like where they put the Trojan horse as a, as a supposed gift inside the city of Troy and it was filled with, you know, the, uh, the other army. And then they came out at night and they opened the gates and let all the other troops in. Okay, that's what a fifth column force is. And, you know, we've got millions of them on our soil right now. So... They're residing with enormous strength. It is clear in a present danger to the American people. Again, Trump is silent on this issue as well. See, Trump, Dave Hodges is slowly coming around. I don't know what it's going to take for him to fully come around, but he's slowly getting there. Consider this. The loss of the First Amendment leads to the loss of the Second Amendment because nobody is allowed to speak out against this tyranny. And that's what we're dealing with right now. And Trump's doing nothing about it. He's just giving us window dressing. He's letting all the conservative voices be silent. And the patriots keep cheering him on. Over 50% approval rate. I mean, what are people thinking? Uh, and when this fifth column attacks come, most likely we will have gun confiscation first or in conjunction with this takeover. On July 4, 2016, former disgraced FBI director James Comey, 
told the American people that there were ISIS cells in every single state. And that's from that devil saying it. And this is on the heels of Paul Martin's revelation that we have 8,000 Spetsnaz Russian troops inside America. I think that's incredibly low number. But now take a look at the article cover photo and realize that this is not an isolated incident as paramilitary troops entering America tried to disguise themselves as U.S. Marines. Last week, ICE apprehended several illegals that were carrying, carrying Phoenix police uniforms. The Battle of the Bulge is here, only we are going to call it the Tet Offensive. Now, here's the, here's the picture of 13 illegals disguised as U.S. Marines busted at the border. This is going on. Readers may recall in 1968 that after the LBJ administration was repeatedly telling American people that they were winning in Vietnam until the Vietnam Cong attacked every single capital in every single South Vietnamese province, even the U.S. Embassy at Saigon was momentarily captured. This was the turning point of the Vietnam War. My sources have compared what's going on to the Tet Offensive. According to these deep cover sources, as well as on-the-record sources, gun-free zones will be targeted. And meaning, the Tet Offensive, they're, they're going to probably be carrying out false flag attacks. They're going to be real, but they're going to be false flag. They're going to be coordinated false flag attacks in gun-free zones. Why gun-free zones? Because that's obviously where they're going to have the least amount of resistance and they're going to be able to kill the maximum amount of people and get the most public outrage, which is what they always do. These, these gun-free zones will be athletic events, concerts, schools, malls, and university campuses. The Vegas massacre was merely a beta test for what is coming. DHS knows it and the FBI knows it, and now you know it. Of course, this will lead to the imposition of martial law practices without a formal declaration of martial law. And uh, it'll be like continuity of government or something. They won't call it martial law. So that'll disarm a lot more patriots, maybe, or at least for a time period. It'll give them more time to work. These policies will include gun confiscation, the, exec the execution of gun owners who do not surrender their guns following an executive decree. The policies also call for the enforcement of sanctions against people who are on various lists, no-fly lists, not the no-fly list, but for the people who are on the red and blue list that I've talked about many times. Conclusion, it is better, it is, and again, Dave, Dave will typically always present a report like God doesn't exist. And I understand he says he's a Christian and every once in a while he'll say stuff, but I mean, his reports are the most Debbie Downer stuff I've ever seen. So understand God's still on the throne and God still is perfectly capable of protecting you, but you have to have the belief, the faith that can occur. And if you're in, if you're living in sin and, and you've got all kind of unrepentant sin in your life, don't expect God to protect you don't because unless he does just by mere mercy or whatever you 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 have to make effort you know as well we, we can't just live in other words you don't expect to live like the devil and obtain all of god's protection and benefits so i'm just saying i mean it is he goes on to say it is the belief of many that we will witness a tet offensive on a grand scale prior to a red dawn invasion World War III will follow. Never give up your guns because it's looking like you're going to need that. He didn't even mention what's going on in Iran in this. And this might have broke, I don't know. No, I think this broke re recently. He put this out recently. But I mean, I mean, that perfectly segues into what we were talking about today, though, which could cause all this. And then we have this. And I'm not going to play it, but if you want to listen to it, i give you the link. But again, with a caveat about Rick Wiles. Uh, Rick Wiles, Insight and Insider Intel. U.S. deploys more warships, bombers, bombers to the Middle East. Um, he says in this segment from April 24th, the, so this was, you know, this was a few weeks ago, true news broadcast, Rick Wiles calls the 
world to repentance through Jesus Christ and shares his vision of judgment of coming to America, discusses how Russia and Chinese development of a new Eastern world order and futuristic Armageddon weapons are driving the Western elite to threaten nuclear war as a means to keep the empire alive. The, uh, then he gets into the U.S. is deploying additional warships and bombers to the Middle East in that the White House is calling a clear and unmistakable message to Iran. The USS Abraham Lincoln and support ships have been dispatched. U.S. National Security Advisor, Warmonger, Warhawk, John Bolton, says it's in response to troubling developments in the region that they all created. And the latest U.S. effort aimed to increasing pressure on Iran. So you can listen to that if you like, but I wanted to just kind of throw that in there. The next report is East Coast Power Plants. Prepare for a huge event. This all ties in. I, I've had my listeners emailing me this week. All this stuff, plus I've been getting it, I've been finding it independently. And uh, I knew that I had to do a dedicated teaching on this because, man, there's so many warnings and heads up for this teaching. Hello, you are live on Marfugal TV. Um, I've been calling for about a week trying to let everybody know that um, eyewitness news here. Uh, my boyfriend, he works for shipping and receiving at a major cable and wire company here in Cleveland. I can't... A major cable and wire company in Cleveland. Her boyfriend works for this. <clears throat> the name of the exact company, of course. Um, and I can't give exact details. I don't want to get anybody fired. Uh, however, I just want to let everybody know that I've been going into work with him. He's been getting called in on Saturday nights, Sunday nights, I'm talking like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, to fill major orders for power plant companies. Um, I was uh, actually talking to one of the drivers while we were helping to load the truck, and he said that um, they're getting ready for some of the power plants to go down. He wouldn't give exact details. He said that they're prepping for something. You're, you're cutting out. And, you're cutting yeah. out, ma'am. So it, right when you said that, it you kind of moved away from the mic. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, but you uh, you may be turned away from the mic. I just want to make sure we get that exact message. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get a clear signal here. I've got a really bad phone. Um, no, I was just calling to let everybody know that um, here in Cleveland, uh, my boyfriend works for a major uh, cable and wire distributor. And um, over the past weekend, they've been calling him in at midnight, one o'clock in the morning to fill major orders for power plant companies. Uh, one of the power plant guys that I talked to that was loading the trucks said they're getting ready for something major. He wouldn't say exactly what it was, but he did know, or he did let me know that you know some of the power plants are getting ready for a major shutdown. Thank you for calling in. And what state is this in? Can I ask? Uh, yeah, I can let you know. It's Cleveland, Ohio. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't want to give the name of the company and I don't want to give a name for any of the workers, but I've been going in with my boyfriend at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning to fill orders for these companies. And yeah, this is something major. Everybody needs to know. And do you, I mean, is it usual for them to call him in at midnight or, you know, that no. kind of shift? No, this is a, yeah, this is a daytime <clears throat> running company. He runs shipping and receiving for daytime only. But he's been getting calls at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning to come in, you know, get up out of bed and come into work. And I've been helping him out, actually. But that's one of the reasons I don't want to give any names. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But, yeah, they've been calling him in to fill, for, uh, fill orders for these power plant companies. And there's drivers driving from, I'm talking from 
like North Carolina, New York, they're coming in in the middle of the night to fill these orders for all this wire and cable for, you know, electric companies. And they said that they're, you know, there's something going down. All right. Well, um, thank you for that information. Uh, just curious, is it, is this a, this is a regular company, but it's, so it's not a plant itself. It's a plant that, or it's a somewhere that makes the wires and the, all of the things for the power plants, right? Yeah, yeah. They, okay. they do cable and wire for, for everything, but yeah, it's been all kinds of electric companies coming in lately from all these big, huge name power plants. I'm talking all of the eastern seaboard. And they're calling in orders in the middle of the night, and they're prepping for something huge. <laughs> can I? Can so I, I just want to let the whole food fam know that you know everybody needs to get ready for something. Can I ask? Um, can I just ask real quick? Is um, is it? You said Eastern Seaboard. Is it? Are you guys seeing more orders from the Eastern Seaboard than the Western Seaboard? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had drivers coming in at you know twelve one o'clock in the morning. They've been driving for twelve hours straight to pick up these large cables to completely redo the plant, you know, pack up the trucks that we're helping them pack up, and then they turn around and hit the road and, and go again. They said they have to get back at certain times, and, yeah, there's something big coming. Hey, CJ Blaze, what is going on? I called in. I called in is because um, I just wanted to, the caller that you got before, who was from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and she was mentioning these orders that were coming in late at night. <clears throat> Well, if you can uh, pull up my channel, I've actually been watching this power company do some really shady activity. Um, okay, so suspicious tower update, suspicious activity at cell tower? Yes. Is that I've the one? I've been watching them. For... Yeah, the last one's probably the best one. It's kind of more of like the conclusive, like what all happened. But um, I kind of been watching them. I watched them do like work on this tower. He's pulling it up on the screen as she's talking, so you actually, if you watch the video, you'll see her channel. I, I can't quite make it's it's uh, suspicious activity of cell phone tower of cell tower. If you want to look it up, that you probably find it from there. But uh, I can't quite make out the. It's too blurry to make out the <clears throat> her website. But uh, anyway. And they had somebody there like 24 hours a day, day and night, uh, through two thunderstorms working on this tower. And it was just amazing to me. I mean, so they're working during thunderstorms at 2.30 a.m. with thunder and lightning around. And they're still working. That's pretty crazy. It, these guys were super unprofessional. And, I mean, it was just really dangerous situation they're putting themselves in like during a thunder and lightning storm at two in the morning yeah, i mean you're dealing with a tower that could be struck by lightning i mean it's 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 a magnet for lightning so it'd be pretty crazy to do this so i started watching them and i kind of documented exactly what they're doing <clears throat> so you're saying they're up there in literally a lightning storm and doing this like it was that important usually if your stuff goes out and it's a lightning storm, like, good luck. You're out of your internet or power or whatever until the next day. If it's power, that's one thing. But, like, a cell tower or cable company, that's weird. Yeah, right? Really shady. And our power wasn't out. Our power was never out. Um, they just, it looked like they were hooking big generators, power, up to this cell tower. They didn't... It's really weird. Remember the cell the cell towers. I've got into this in previous reports. Can be used as kill kill towers. 
the 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 mag the uh, wiring that they've got up there the gauge wiring is so large that they're only using a fraction of the power they can actually pump into these cell phone towers and it is it is known that with these cell phone towers they can be used as kill towers meaning they can pump out massive amounts massive amounts of um, EMF radiation and kill around them uh, to a certain I mean, depending on how much uh, uh, power they pump through them so that's one of the ways they can be used and maybe that will also be used when the uh in certain certain areas where maybe there's resistance or uh whatever so it's something to think about and, and potentially pray about probably the best video is the best video i mean the last video is the best video okay let me suspicious tower activity part three is that what it is yes it has been one week since they started work on the tower. This is tower is less than one-fourth of a mile from a local high school. It's only yards from multiple places. There has consistently been at least one person at the tower since work began 24 hours a day, rain or shine, day and night. Still an unmarked vehicles, no logos. She's showing actual video footage of, of these unmarked vehicles at these cell phone towers and they're leaving trash and they're super unprofessional and they're working in lightning storms and they're obvious and they're, they're they've got generators there and they're obviously in some kind of frantic probably being paid like really really well to do this but what they're doing we don't even know and, and again the cell phone towers are <laughs> are nefarious and, and not good nothing He's just watching. The what thing. the heck, CJ? I know. It's been really creeping me out. Oh my gosh. This and is you know literally power supplies at the bottom. Yeah. Who knows? Uh huh. Yep. That's what they've been hooking up to it. And it's crazy. It really is. And you know the weirdest thing? It was like a day or two after they finished, they had this weird thing at a. a the power group. supplies. <laughs> like I said, they could use these as kill towers i'm not sure if they can direct the energy or whether it's just a circular kill pattern i don't know god's still bigger he's still capable of protecting you from this but i'm just saying that might be part of their plan as well i, I don't think there's any stone they're going to leave unturned when this goes hot and they want to take out the conservatives and the patriots and the christians and get the new world order show on the road i don't think there's any wicked evil thing that they won't do because they're of their father the devil and of his lust and of his works they will do he came to kill steal and destroy that's what we're battling so i'm just saying american ballpark our local ballpark uh the game with the giants versus the reds got delayed 18 minutes because of a bee swarm just think about that. Wow, look at and this. it's like... They made it... So, this game in Cincinnati, a baseball game, professional, got delayed 18 minutes because of a bee swarm that came on the field. Now, I'll let them say a little more. And to keep working through the rain. Wow. Yeah, they had pup tents No, there continue. Keep going. To keep working through the rain on, on, on when they were working on the tower, the cell tower. Yeah, it was just really weird. It was like, I've, you know, I mean, I've been in Cincinnati my whole life. I've never heard of uh, the baseball game being played because of bees. Um, it was just like a really unnatural thing. And the weirdest thing is they got the entire colony of bees 
along with uh, the queen. So, you know, it's not like their nest got destroyed. They moved because it was uh, because of an interruption. And then, you know, just guessing, maybe a 5G interruption. Okay. So what she's getting at, if you're not understanding this, and I have reported on this before, one of the main things the cell phone towers are doing is wreaking havoc on the bee population. Now, if the bee colonies collapse across the world, all food production will start to cease because pollination is essential in the whole process. It's the way God designed it. So they want to kill off the bees too. And the 5G towers, they're going to pump out more energy. And again, they're already capable of that right now, even not under 5G. Of course, these might be 5G towers. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it depends where you're at and whatever. Um, there's there's even a name for for the whole thing it's it's kind of like bee collapse something you know population collapse due to all the emfs and particularly going from 4g to 5g who knows what that's going to do to the bees which will further collapse food production which will further you know kill people off and then everybody will be looking to the government to give them food and these types of things and the food that you can get if you can even afford to buy it will be so astronomical in price so um this bee colony which is in the same area a bee colony will just not like relocate for no reason it's got to have a reason and it might be because they're ramping up the power on these cell phones there might have been a beehive or whatever near there and they're like we're out of here guys we know something's wrong and the bees go and they wind up at this professional baseball game and you know the bee colony's relocating because the queen went with them that's the only time that happens as far as i know and they got the bee colony and the queen all at the same time intact so at the same time they're doing this really weird work on these cell phone towers and, they're, and they've got generators there and they're doing all this frantic work which it looks like they're pumping more power into these things so much to pray about okay so i'm maxed out on time for this part and I, we will go to part three next god bless you